Wait, Wait what? what? Really? really? Okay. Okay. With your host, Lauren Weissman. This is a fully licensed theme song for the show. Episode 82 of the Wait What Really Okay podcast. Now, some say print is dead. I disagree, but it has pulled back some. And to sit there, if you're looking at publishing a magazine today in 2018, it can't go under the same outlines of what was happening, you know, even in 2008, much less 1998. There are people that get this idea, they see certain magazines, they've read the books, they feel this is just, this is going to be perfect. People need this. I can put this thing out here and it's going to be amazing. But when not taking into consideration the things that have happened and even the things that have happened in recent times, like in the last number of months, you set yourself up for failure. Now, let's look at the negative side for just a second here. The print magazines that you see, They become smaller and smaller, and yet more and more advertising is in them. A lot of these have gone over to online subscription-based services. And then you have the situation of the local magazines, and that's usually where most people are are hitting the mark. It's going to be a more local, regional, or statewide. And it tends to be this onslaught of advertisements. And inside, it's this focus on selling ads to maintain the magazine as opposed to maintaining the authority of what's going into the magazine and what you originally wanted it to be about. Why do I need to go and buy or pick up a magazine that's basically ads? There's nothing, you know, there's nothing appealing about that. There, right here in Vero Beach where I live, there are just some horrible toilet paper advertising magazines that are available for free. And all they are are cover-to-cover ads, ads, ads with a story here and a story there. It's terrible. And the stories aren't even that good. Now, would you want to flip the switch, you want to stand out, you want to have something that is a true product, something that can sustain use, build profit, and at the same time cross-promote whatever you're working on, whether it's the magazine itself, your business, whatever then put the time into the correct organization, the right optimization. Yes, optimization works offline too. And the situation of how you're going to build it, where it's going to go, what's going to be where, and not making the mistake that I would say the majority of magazines out there are today. It's one of the biggest fail points. And more magazines are failing each day. So here's how you don't fail. One-off, number one, biggest thing out there. Realize that being online is your friend. Maybe you want to have that primary element to be physical. That's fine. But for the people that can find you easily online, don't lose that audience. So you are going to want to have a website. You are going to want to have a social media presence. Now, inside of that website, inside of that social media presence, if you are carbon copying what is available in the physical on digital, what pushes the physical? And for that reason alone, why should anybody advertise with you? 
Why am I going to advertise? How am I going to be seen if the majority of your people can look this up, see all this content online? Why do I need the physical? And then that turns over to the cost to print, distribute, mail, set up, all of that. So it's a sense of certain pieces having a certain level of exclusivity that can't be found anywhere else. So while you do have the website and maybe you have pieces of issues in different places, is there something online? And if and to bring it up to that next level when you're ready, something inside of the subscriber online that if they are not a subscriber, they don't get that anywhere else. That's a key point. So see it as almost three different levels. You have that physical magazine. You have the online for free where people can see whatever they want. And then whether it's paid or subscription or paid subscription, however you want to work it, there's that extra element. When somebody picks up that magazine, to be able to extend an article and say this continues or an additional story or an extended interview is available online. Now you connect the two. And at the same way, if somebody came online and they come into the second half or the extension or an appendix interview, it can draw them to the physical. This is a a, a beautiful sort of spider webbing, connecting the dots and connecting people to the way that they're going to want the physical, they're going to want the digital. When I came, when I came out of music, and as CDs were heading to MP3s, and then it was, what about iTunes, and how am I going to sell a, a physical disc? You know, people were out of their minds about it, but it really wasn't anything all that confusing. It was saying, look, do what you can for the digital rights management. Put something online that is not available on the physical, and vice versa. Put something physical that can't be available online. Now, before the securities, uh, I don't know, you could say got better, got worse, that worked for a while because people couldn't just, you know, strip a CD and start sharing it and all of that. But, you know, that kind of took that down. But the concept was there. The idea was there was exclusivity in a couple different places so that you would want the download or you would want the CD together. So in the same way for the magazine, whether it's saying that this interview continues or there are more pictures and not don't leave it at pictures alone. There, there's a video segment, there's an audio segment online. And then from there you could introduce them in the free section and state, here's a short three minute piece. Here's a little bit of talking with this person that we interviewed that you read some of the interview with in the physical paper. If you're one of our subscribers for X magazine, now you can click through to here And hear the rest of it or see the rest of it. It becomes this multimedia connector. At the same time with that, bringing it back to magazines where the money's going to be made, an advertiser is going to see that as, you know, safer. They're going to see that, okay, maybe it is a good idea to advertise physically, advertise digitally, and advertise in this subscribed area that we're going to see traffic because there's traffic to be seen. If it's all everywhere, if it's, if, it's, if it's carbon copied in one place and it's the same thing in print, what's interesting? What draws it? 
And why should I have to go to one place or the other? But when you set up a trail, when you build the navigation, when you build a sense of the exclusivity, that can become a good thing. Look at your product. And and again, before you start thinking about the layout of that physical magazine, stretch it further on the whiteboard. Look at the layout for where it would be digitally, what you would share on social media. All too often, people will share full articles here, the, here links this, and there's an article we have about this person. And maybe you've got a great article with a high-level celebrity talking about some stuff that they haven't necessarily talked about anywhere else. That's a great capture. But a lot of people with magazines like that that get that opportunity, again, they give it away for free. So to be able to open up and stop it at some point and remind people of the call to action where you've teased them, it's, it's the, the foreplay of content that then says, subscribe, pick up, the ma- pick up the physical magazine, or this continues in the digital version. That differentiation and that sense of exclusivity is going to draw that much more of an audience. In the social media, too, you can draw quotes that quote then as a, from, from an interviewer, from an advertiser, from whatever. Here's where it ties into this article. Here's where it ties into this piece. These things working together and congruently in a parallel world in, in this, this idea that offers embellishment of content across multiple mediums offers the engagement that draws attention. And with that, atten- with that attention coming at you, you have the opportunity for better advertisers to be able to charge more for advertising. Some of these startup magazines, then they go in and they buy a whole bunch of likes and they buy a whole bunch of followers. Or then they get to the point and they're trying to give away the magazine free and they're popping it, this salon and this place and that place. And then it just zeroes into add on add on add. Find out the level of what this thing is going to cost. Create a business plan for your magazine. What point, I mean, build it backwards. What would be the perfect profit point? A sustainable, this is happening, this is maintainable point of we're going to sell this much space and we're going to continue to have these type of articles and these will always be in here. And not setting up a magazine the way way too many people do that are just sitting there cookie cutter advertising. I've met a lot of publishers. They call themselves magazine publishers. They're not magazine publishers. They're ad sellers. They spend 90% of the time selling ads for magazines and then filling in the pieces with subpar, boring, or redundant or revamped content. No wonder they're doing bad. Shouldn't it be the other way around? And, And if so, if the content is that good, if the organization structure is there, if the exclusivity showcases that a physical publishing copy is going to be as strong as somebody finding elements in the free section online as well as the paid subscribe. Now you're cooking with grease. I don't think that's so PC to say anymore, right? It's got to be olive oil or non-fat or (laughs) I don't know. Okay, that's a little bit off on a tangent. Look at the layout. Take the time to build the blueprint. When you see this idea of a magazine, it is something that can work. 
But the mag, the only magazines that are working that are not on that, you know, upper level kind of call them almost major label tracks are independent magazines that are looking with themes that are looking with stories that are looking beyond the advertising. Yes. The advertising is the end all be all. That's where the profit's going to be. That's where you're going to be able to print. That's where you're going to be able to host. That's where you're going to be able to pay photographers, writers, content, so on and so forth. You can't do it all yourself, but the layout and the architecture will make all of those things that much easier to build together. What kind of different packages could you lay out in advance? Here's the digital and physical advertising. Here's for physical advertising. Here's digital advertising. What are the different ways that you're going to market that magazine? Taking the time and not rushing to get that first copy out like so many people do. I'm going to get this thing out and I'm just going to blow this thing out of the water. and I'm going to have this big party and we're going to celebrate. I've been to a number of these big parties. I've celebrated magazine launches and I've watched a lot of these magazines not make six issues. So if this is something that you've always wanted, if this is something you've always dreamed of, I'm not trying to be the naysayer in any way, shape or form here. I'm just saying, back up, slow down, put the plan together. Think about all the different pieces that you want to have. What is going to, and at the same time in those pieces, inside of that content, how are you going to differentiate from these other magazines? Brand the magazine first. Brand what it's going to be, what it's going to be about. Brand it successfully. And I'm not saying brand it to be successful. I'm saying brand it successfully. What kind of events would you want your magazine to be involved in? Let's say you were at that really profitable point. What would be five events in your area that you'd want to be a sponsor on? That if somebody was walking down a red carpet and they were taking the pictures and that that back wall would have your logo on there. Thinking like that can help you design the format of what you want and what you want inside of this magazine. Okay, it has interviews. Great, everybody has interviews. What are you going to do to bring interviews to a different light? I do a lot of interviews. I do a lot of radio. I do TV. I do podcasts always stands out to me. And I get asked a lot of the same questions and there's nothing wrong with that. And maybe that given audience hasn't heard it and somebody else said it, but it's those people that ask the questions that have, I don't want to say template, but their own set or those little questions that nobody else asks. When I was coming up, I grew up in Western Massachusetts outside of Boston. There was a local radio station in the Pioneer Valley. And they would interview a lot of musicians and it was large national musicians coming through as well as the smaller locals. And this one guy would ask in the middle of an interview, what'd you have for breakfast this morning? And I remember the first time I got to go on that show, I was so excited and the band, the band was doing well. We were on a, we were on an East coast tour. We were back in, you know, hometown area. And it was really cool to be there. And the one thing I was most excited to answer with all the radio stops that we did and every other morning was to be able to tell people what I ate for breakfast. And I remember that morning making sure to have a really weird breakfast just so I could answer that question. And as I was being asked that question, there was this little just chill down my spine. And I know it might sound silly to some, but there was this 
there was this piece and I'd heard so many people and I'd heard musicians that were some of my favorite asked that question by this guy. So it was cool to hear it. It was cool to take part in that. In that memory, uh, 20 plus years ago, what memories can you create? What questions can you ask? What can you not necessarily put someone through the ringer, but take a different take on from what you interview to the stories to the pictures? Anybody can send somebody out with a great photographer and get these great shots or the, you know, the bands, the obligatory uh, brick wall shot. What's a, a collection you can begin that no one else would expect? And at the same time, inside of that individuality, inside of that personality that you put into it, it might draw in better interviews and more opportunities. You see a lot of people at the film uh, doing the film interviews, and I'm not sure how familiar you are, but oftentimes what they'll do is they'll sit the actor down and they'll be run through, I mean, they'll be there for hours. They'll run through with all these different media channels from radio to television to this station, that station. They're pretty much asked the same question. And it's, it's funny because some of the later ones will come out and say, well, this, this guy was just a real jerk. It's not that he's a jerk. He's just been asked the exact same questions for hours. Same thing can happen with a radio campaign. You have that big launch, whether it's an album, whether it's a show, whether it's a movie. You go into this one particular studio, you sit behind the microphone, you put on, and you become a part of a series of live shows. And I mean, the the switchover is amazing. I, I took part in one, I think it was 2005, and we did 11 shows in a row, all live. The call, the call time started at 6.55. We were right there. They were giving the lead in. We saw a little thing up on the screen. It was W, blah, 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 this city. Then it was the next city. Then it was the next city. And then an hour in, it moved over an hour. So we were hitting the drive time for the next, you know, the next bunch of cities. It was, it was intense. It was exhausting. It was fascinating. But at the same time, most of the questions were the same. I still, I remember a... a uh, it was a Chicago morning show and they had asked some really particular questions. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't about what I had for breakfast, but it came back to what's, uh, what's the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to you on stage that was seen? What's the most embarrassing thing that happened to you on stage that was never seen? <laughs> Which, you know, okay, wow, here we go. And we've opened up for it. Point being and bringing it back to the magazine, what can you set up inside of your interviews? What stories can happen? What stories do you want to evolve? When you say you're different, great. Be different, though. Be different without saying you're different. Showcase how you're going to present something that somebody couldn't get if they picked up this magazine or that magazine or another one. That regardless from the best ones to the smallest, most local, where are you standing out to create content and articles? And again, going back to the beginning, Content and articles that have an aspect of exclusivity or an extended life that can go into a subscribed area online, a free area online, and even different pieces that can market it on social media, but bring it back. It might seem in some ways like this is almost a bigger, a bigger thing than you maybe intended. And in some ways it is, but by organizing that full foundation 
by creating that outline, that architecture, making that plan from success backwards to the stories you're going to create, to the content that you're going to make, to the layout, the distribution, the involvement and everything else, you have that much of a better chance to make your magazine that much more successful and have that much more of an opportunity for it to sustain. So brand that magazine and brand the elements online and off on the web, in social media, in print, from the advertising to the marketing, to the content, to the people that you hire, to the people that you want to hire, to the people that you want to interview, to the stories that you want to create, set that brand in place for your foundation. And that will be the best foundation to build on and grow your success with your publication.